0: Welcome to the K2 Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Kelly. Every week I'll be sitting down with a sales executive where they'll share their stories and experiences that produce game-changing results. Let's be honest, sales can be a tough game. I'm sure at some point we've all delivered a less than stellar demo, been ghosted by a kind or two, and sometimes maybe we did more talking than listening. And that's where I can help. The stories and insights our guests share can be applied to your own business your territory or with your team so you're not reinventing the wheel. Our weekly tactics and strategies help you get out of your head and start creating your own path towards game-changing results. Welcome back to the K2 Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Kelly. Now, for those of you who are new to the show, I interview guests who are sales leaders, experts in their field, business owners, and, and they share what they're seeing with themselves, their team, or in the industry that are producing game-changing results. So we don't have to reinvent the wheel. We can learn from their successes or you know what, the, what, what they could be doing differently. Uh, time to time, I come on and I share what I'm seeing with myself or my clients and, and, and bring my perspective to the table. And, and today is one of those days. And I want to talk today about the importance of the experience we as sales professionals provide. And and that ultimately is our job. And sometimes I talk about it so much that I I have to ask myself, Karen, are you speaking too much about this? Like is it is it just heightened in your mind or is it actually fact? And I wanna just start by sharing a little bit of story of of how it's it is heightened and it should be heightened. And it's, it's kind of what, what we're going through here at home. We're, we're going through, um, we're doing some work around the backyard. And, you know, what, what I compare it to is if you're thinking about the jobs to be done and you're hiring somebody to get a job done, you know, for the most part, unless we're a unicorn company, you know, we are commodity. So, you know, at the end of the day, if I'm buying a CRM, it's going to do what I want it to do. If I'm buying an LMS, pretty much it's going to have similar functionalities as its competitors. But what continues to remain the differentiator is the experience the sales rep provides. Because at the end of the day, that's what we remember. So two years down the road, when we're using our LMS, when we're using, um, when we're updating our CRM, we remember what that journey was from, you know, the purchase journey and what the support was like, what the, how the person made us feel. Even though we we have a great product, we still go back to It was a very difficult process, and we remember that. And So I'm in that position right now. And and the three things that are standing out for me is that we we will have a beautiful job done when this is complete, absolutely. But the journey is not enjoyable. It's definitely not enjoyable. So it it begs you to think, what can I do to create an experience? Back to Challenger, knowing that 53% of what drives loyalty to our customers is us. Not the brand, not the company, not the cost, you as a sales professional. So knowing that, think about the environment we're in, the economic downturn. Things are tighter, it's tougher to get a decision, tougher to get access to people. You know, there's supply chain issues, there's a lot of things against us. So how can we be more intentional knowing that? How can we really create an experience that is second to none, that makes it easy for them to go, man, out of the three people I talked to, this one, hands down, is who we're going with or who we're advancing. Because we've done a little bit of legwork. We've, we've, we're have we empathetic. We've put ourselves in the buyer's shoes. Even if you've never bought an LMS, never bought a CRM, in my instance, never done a backyard job, I know how to treat people. And it comes down to, that's it, how do we treat people? So regardless if you're you know, brand new to sales or a 15-year veteran, how do we treat people? Well, how do you like to be treated? And so the three areas I want to talk about today are Setting clear expectations, communication, and integrity. And so the first one, you know, this is something I always go back to is if you're ever let down or you're not in the position you want to be, most often you can chalk it up to, you know, clear expectations weren't set. So your understanding and the other person's understanding, there wasn't alignment. And that's usually where balls are dropped. So how can you ensure that you're setting clear expectations? You're using universal language and you're also inviting your audience to add to it, to confirm it and just say, are we on the same page here? So I just want to give you an example. Is there overlap in processes? Can you use a visual diagram? Can you get them to recap it? Can you just really ensure that you are very clear with dates, with deliverables, with costs, with everything? So that there's an alignment that we know both parties, what we're agreeing on, because when that's not aligned at the top, the very beginning, things start to fall. The next, the next area is just communication. So even, you know, mode of communication, are you picking up the phone? Are you texting? What's the frequency? And again, universal when you, when you think, well, I, I understood it to be this. Oh, well, my guy thought it was this. So he brought in this person or this tool or this device So really, what language are we using that's universally understood? Because, you know, the minute someone doesn't do anything, it's probably because they didn't understand what was to be done. So not only are we setting clear expectations, we're communicating in a way that is easily understood for our audience. Okay, so we think about clear thinking as clear speaking. Do we have an idea of the outcome in our minds before we even open our mouths to share it? Okay, because a lot of times we're thinking it's coming out halfway and, and you can just see your audience's eyes rolling and they're thinking, where the heck are you taking me? So make sure you know exactly what you're saying. Can they play it back to you? Can they repeat it back to you in their own words that they are fully aware before you sign? What what the deliverables are, what the frequency is, are we both on the same playing field? Hugely important. And the last one is, you know, integrity and this for me is surprising because you think there's you know there's certain table stakes required to even just get in get into the sport of selling and for me doing the right thing is an absolute no-brainer and I've been selling for close to 25 years now and I can say that that in all my engagements I've always done the right thing I just know you know they say you shouldn't lie and you <laughs> think, well, you shouldn't lie in life, never mind as a salesperson, but doing the right thing is so important and, and this is where this is happening in in my personal experience that sometimes it's a short term pain for a long term gain. So you might have to absorb a tiny bit of cost, you might have to absorb an extra day, you might have to do something, and it it might be your fault, but come to the table, have an open discussion egos are left at the door, and just listen. Listen for a moment where your customer's coming from. You know, listen to the emotion attached. Listen to uh, what's in their control and what's not, but just doing the right thing. And a lot of times what I see is people are just solving the small little problem that's right in front of them, and that might be, you know, plugging the hole with your solution. But if you can just pause for a moment and take a step back and say, okay, if I saw plugs, what other holes are around here or what are potential holes waiting to come through? Because if I, can, if I can advise or offer counsel to my audience on, you know what, this here, I see a bit of weakness in it. This could turn into a hole. And the reason I say this is because in some other accounts and some other opportunities similar to this, this is what we saw. And when it wasn't addressed and the great opportunity here for some problem storytelling, this is what happened. Or you can do further down, you know, uh, solution-based storytelling is, you know, this is what happened. And uh, as a result of working with us, this is how they turned it around. But the point is, if you want to be a trusted advisor, we got to have breadth. We have to have a holistic view of what's actually going on. And this all plays into the experience we provide for our audience. So think about when they leave, you know, for my instance, when these guys leave the job, you know we're leaving with a great feeling knowing that they did what they were supposed to do they did the right thing they made it right whether it was their fault or not but also they educated us you know in 2 to 3 years if if you don't do this you can expect to see this with weathering well how can you share that same counsel or advice with your audience that you've taught them something and they're thinking oh my god i never i don't how am i supposed to know that i didn't know that thank you so much and they're grateful because you've taught them something you're not selling You're just trying to ensure that they are fully aware. This is a net new project. They're using, they've created new processes. They've brought in new resources. They need to be taught some things that support them and go along with them. So it is our job to teach them. And all of this is part of the experience we create. And under integrity and doing the right thing, there's so many little other layers to that. But I would also say transparency is huge. And when we can lead with transparency, you know, in the words of Todd Capone, you know, we just completely disarm our audience because it's unexpected. Most people are trying to hide it under under the rug, but just leaning with transparency and say, you know what? Yeah, we we dropped the ball here, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna fix it, and this is what we're gonna do to make it right. Like immediately, whatever emotion you're feeling, you know, that's neutralized, and you you're listening to them. You're thinking, wow, these guys are doing the right thing. So I would say, you know, a second close with integrity is just that transparency pieces as well and really letting them into your thought process, you know, why you did what you did and what you're going to do differently. And all this really does create an experience because I can tell you right now, you know, my, my job is to create an experience. I have been doing this long enough that I know what people are looking for so I can reverse engineer that. Okay. But that unfortunately makes me a very bad customer because a lot of times I'm let down Uh, Because people are people are sloppy out there. And, um, you know, they're just looking for a quick buck and ready to move on. And not everyone is like that. But the purpose here is we can't lose sight of what our role is. And it is to create an experience. And we, you know, people buy an emotion. And, you know, we don't want to just get the job done. We want to get the job done. And we want to leave with the feeling that we did a great job, that, you know, we were honest, we were trustworthy, we were, we set clear expectations. We had clear and open communication. We were transparent. Anytime something came up, we brought it forward to them. That makes us feel good as a person. But also for the customer, same thing. We want them to feel all that because when they do, they will evangelize for you and for your product and your brand. And that's going to return into, you know, repeat business for them. But also they'll start sharing, you know, whether it's with reviews or testimonials. But it's going to expand, um, you know, your presence, so bottom line here uh, in quick summary is if we think, you know, it's a commodity, uh, commoditized market product, they're going to do what they're going to do anyways. Absolutely not. I would challenge your thinking to say more than half the reason they buy is because of you. So knowing that, knowing that pockets are, are tighter now, uh, budget's tighter, it's difficult to get access to people. What can you, how can you be more intentional? How can you get inside the customer's, brain or, or, or see things through their lens that weren't, weren't there six months ago but are there now and how can you be creative how can you lead with intention to create an experience that they're going to go yeah you know what um, we don't have a lot of budget but we have it for three projects this was actually the fourth one but I'm going to move it to the third because you know I enjoy working with you I feel that you can help us out and this is going to perhaps impact the other two projects. So. It's us. It's it's up to us. That is our role. So I'm going to leave you with that, that if we are doubting ourselves that, you know, they're going to buy what they're going to buy anyways, and our hands are tied. Absolutely not. That's a defeatist attitude. We are the differentiator. The experience we provide for them, it's us. And it's our duty to do it, to uphold, you know, the profession, the, the profession of sales, because it is a profession. So I would, I would challenge you next time, you're in front of your customers or before you even pick up that phone, just think what they're, what's stacked against them. You know, what, what is their boss saying to them? What are they challenged with? Well, how can you help them out? So just for for the first few minutes before you get on the call, just, look at things through their lens and say what can i take off their plate how can i make things a little bit easier even if it's unrelated to my product that's going to create a better experience for them all we need to do is stand out by a little bit more if you're 10% better than the other guy you know you're you've moved up and i don't want to say just go for bare minimum but we have to just always be different always thinking outside of the box how can we make things easier for them make it easier for them to buy and leave with that warm and fuzzy feeling so next time you are in front of your customers Uh, think about that and put it into practice. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next time.